You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Chapter 11, Reasonable to Rational. Do not aim to be coldly rational when making financial decisions. Aim just to be pretty reasonable. Reasonable is more realistic and you have a better chance of sticking with it for the long run, which is what, ma- what, which is what matters most when managing money. And that's on page 113. From a scale of 1 to 10, from frivolous and impulsive to calculating and frugal, where would you put yourselves? I would I would put myself at more of so the, with the sliding scale number ten is more frivolous and no number ten was more calculated and frugal right yeah. I would put myself at about a seven to eight I feel like there's there's the off there's the there's the off <coughs> apologies it is subjective as well because generally speaking or no generally speaking. I've seen people around me that spend stupid, like not especially much, but spend money. I'm like, it's dumb what you've just done. Mm. Whereas I think for myself, I'm definitely more um, more frugal. Definitely 100. percent There'll be there'll be the odd day where I might splash out, but I've said it before. You you won't see me in a pair of you won't see me going to Gucci or Louis any of these shops. No one's ever seen me go in there and buy anything, and you won't. You, what as I sit here now, mm-hmm. I don't think you will. That's just not my that's not my type of thing to suspect I can't I couldn't justify spending that kind of money when I can get something very very similar for maybe you know a fifth maybe a tenth of the price that I think does the same job in terms of effectiveness and potentially classiness as well so I definitely consider myself a seven to eight on that scale definitely more the frugal side cool what about you P? Um, I don't know actually yeah I'm actually not too sure because I think um, you can be impulsive yeah no 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 that's what I believe um, which is why I was unsure um, but I wasn't too sure what side of the fence I sat on in regards to okay. uh, Mason because I believe he's more frugal and I say let's say even better with money as well than myself mm-hmm. um, so if he's a seven then I'm more likely to be a six stroke five yeah six stroke five um, but I think there are places and times where I'm a bit more where I'm really frugal. Mm. Uh, whereas um, I try to think of as to where I think Mason's maybe a bit more impulsive. Um, not impulsive, but a bit more impulsive. And I would say in regards to things like holidays and having a good time, <clears throat> I think he, I don't say loosens the belt, but is mm. a bit more relaxed. Whereas I think I still have a, a sense of frugality about me. Whereas maybe, um, I'm not too sure where I'm a bit loose, um, but I'm definitely... If he's a seven, then I'm a, a six or a five. It's all it's subjective, isn't it? It is subjective. Yeah. 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 When you, 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 of the examples you just given off very good. Like I won't just randomly pop somewhere and buy six cinnamon buns because I'm just because you know <laughs> <laughs> no because no because you know that's what I regard as a good time. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right because I'll book up vacation. I'll I'll rent a car for a week whilst on vacation. But that's it's crazy, not crazy. But then to me, that's more I'm investing in in that experience, which I think is probably important to me. Remain insane, almost. 
having that experience and almost I then look at it from point of view well it's likely I won't come here again almost sometimes that's how I look at certain things so then I might book a nice restaurant in some random place in say Iceland because I'm like it's very very unlikely I will come here again so that it makes sense let me just live that experience to the fullest because actually I booked this nice restaurant now which might cost me double the price of a standard restaurant here but then say like five years time I'm like ah. Oh, I never went to that nice restaurant. It's going to cost me to then get back out of the hotel and go to the restaurant. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, yeah. Cool. Just like a one-off experience. So I, I probably invest, I'm probably more, I loosen the belt when it comes to more one-off experiences. Mm. If that even makes sense. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, that was, that was to the point yeah. which I made like, yeah, from what I'm very well, obviously knowing you for a very long time, in regards to holidays and stuff like that, yeah, you, I mean, not loosening the belt. There's mm. probably a better way of expressing that. But I mean, you're very... No, yeah, I'm here for tonight. Let's enjoy this experience. Yeah. Whereas I still think I think about um, the budget and things of that nature. Whereas when I'm here, mm-hmm. I don't think I think that much about the budget because I know I, I can... I, does that, I, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like location-based, I guess. Like yeah. When you're home, you're a bit more free of it. When away, a bit more aware of limitation. Somewhere. I'm probably opposite. Mm. I would probably sit. I would probably sit with a seven. I'd say. Yeah, I'd definitely sit with a seven. Cause I can, I, I, I can be randomly out. Like, cool, I'm just gonna spend or whatever. Cause I used to always do that before, but now I'm definitely a bit more uh, conscientious and just weigh it out. Like I've always, no, I've always been frugal to an extent but it's weird because at the same time I I have moments you know when you have your moments it's just like nah one off yeah kind of like I don't go out as much no more so yeah. maybe if I went out on a night out now I'm not watching my wallet yeah. but at the same time I've told you before that I've split up my account so that I've got money coming into one account which doesn't even get touched mm-hmm. so I know I'm always saving that a month do you get what I'm saying yeah. so it's always a, a there's always there's always that mm-hmm. not always that but I, there's always an element of me that I know I need to put something away mm-hmm. and so that yeah so I've always got that if that makes sense I've yeah. always think like that so even if worst case scenario man done all of this <clears throat> in a couple of weeks or a night out I done half of this in that account afterwards I'd evaluate and be like right that's all I've got for the, all I've got in that account for the rest of the month I'm still not considering that's my money does yeah, that yeah, make yeah. sense yeah no it's mixed. total makes sense yeah, and if I ever borrow out of that one, I put back. Does that make Always. sense? Yeah yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think I'd see it. Almost for that seven's a, <coughs> a cop out number because <laughs> right, more or less, sits in the middle with six. But it would be, I'd say, yeah, more, more seven than six. Mm. Um, was it in this book or another book where the guy spoke about where there was an example of a guy? who over a period of time he always earned like a kind of basic salary but ended up yeah I think it was this book yeah, it was the very this beginning. Book, wasn't yeah. it where he yeah he just didn't really spend money it, yeah. Was, yeah, it was this book yeah alright so what's often overlooked in finance is that something can be technically true but 
e-contextually nonsense, and that's on page 117. It's almost a badge of honour for investors to claim they're emotionless about their investments because it seems rational. But if lacking emotions about your strategy or your stocks you own increase the odds you'll walk away from them when they become difficult, what looks like rational thinking becomes a liability. The reasonable investors who love their technically imperfect strategies have an edge because they're more likely to stick with their strategies. And that's on page 118. Do you consider yourself an investor? What type of investor are you currently? And do you have any strategies in place? Hmm. I can start. (laughs) Strategy on zero. Um, Do I consider myself an investor? I consider myself someone who would like to get more involved in investment. Do I have investments? Yeah, but like not nowhere near a scale that if you probably... An investor that does this full time, they'll just look. That's, so you're not an investor, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. But I have a couple of investments, yes. Um, but then I say, mm. I, I think if you're investing, then you're an, you're an investor. It doesn't matter what scale you are at, yeah. the, at the current time. You're saying a full time investor would look at what you're doing as investing, but that's because mm. that's their full time thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, they might look at me as baby food, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's levels to this in, Yeah, in everything. <coughs> um, strategy, yeah, strategy. I don't have a strategy, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, investor, I like to consider myself as one. And it's definitely, it's de- for me, it's, some, it's definitely a requirement for anyone and everyone um, at some point in their life where well, as soon as they kind of figure out the rules of the game of life, you, you have to know that you have to play the short and long-term strategy or short and long-term game in life. Um in terms of surviving, living, and, um, you know, your crops coming to fruition in the long term. What was, there was a middle question, strategy, investor, and what was the middle one? What type of investor are you currently? Um, so, property, low scale, um, and I have some shares in the company, one of the companies I work for, and I would like to get more involved in buying shares, but, laziness in terms of not laziness i haven't got round to doing adequate research and the platform that i know a lot of people use i think i said it before but and it was quite maybe a cop-up but they're not accepting new clients at the moment which is why i haven't really pushed it yeah which i haven't really pushed it and i know there's others out there but i haven't even attempted to look at those Mm. just because a lot of people that i know use this same one which is why yeah yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, um, but more to come definitely. Um, in terms of like investments, <coughs> that definitely like yeah has to be. Cool. Um, yeah, I would say no. I would say <clears throat> I would say I'm an investor, but at this moment in time, I don't actually have any investments. Um, I would say that I would I invest heavily. In myself, so I'm always. I mean, that's, I don't know. If that's an easy. Ah, it's a good one. So. You know, I think. But I think I've always done that. I think I've always invested heavily in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever I do have like some spare time, I try to look at opportunities in which, obviously, how I can continually, continually, and um, develop myself and <coughs> increase my my potential. Let's say, whether it's earning potential or potential in in other means. Um, just as a human, yeah, just as a human, I just think that's really, really important. I think mm-hmm. I've always had that. I've always viewed that thing. I've always viewed things that way as to um, even some of the posts that I've taken up, um, whether it's in schools or otherwise, as to they might not be senior by way of um, position, but it'll give me the opportunity and the time outside of work to be able to do this, that, and the third to increase obviously my potential. Um, 
what type so I actually didn't even think the question um, was um, that way inclined as to what type of investor are you um, yeah it wasn't but Mace, Mace answered it how you yeah okay it. oh so I would say I am yeah I, I yeah if I don't see no that's, that's probably a little bit silly I was going to say if I don't see risk then I don't really see the reward but I mean um, yeah that is probably silly um, but I would say I'm I don't know if the, the terminology is risk averse no is, is that it as in you can be risk averse, but how risk averse? High, medium, low? I'm definitely medium to high. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? Medium to high. I'm either like go hard, go home kind of thing. Yeah, I am actually quite go hard or go home. Is that in all your investments or just some? Um, at the moment, obviously, I don't have any investments. Um, but like as to myself, um, yeah, I want to say medium to high. Um, as in like maybe at this moment in time, I'm taking on a bit more than I should do, which I think I do quite often. Um again i kind of have that 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 train of thought as to kind of like go hard or go home if you're, if you're not going to do this properly then let's not do it at all mm. and i think i've always been that way but at the same time i think i have begun to level off as to i think it's important to i don't know look at the bigger picture and if you were looking at the bigger picture most investors will have something which is high risk and they might have something that's low risk etc mm. etc you know something that over 10, 15 years will yield some sort of return, some great return and something that might be a bit short term and they might be a bit more risk averse if that's a better term. Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely. And do you have any strategies in place? Um, I think I do, but I'm not too sure like how to even... Articulate it. Yeah, articulate them. I'm very honest. In in regards to myself, you don't have to. I'm not asking you to. Say oh no, no, no. But I think I, I. I mean, yeah. So no. In regards to <coughs> sorry, investing in myself, um, yeah, I think I look. In fact, I need to look back at it actually because I've always had a document to which I look at as to what ultimately I want and how I'm going about it in some way, shape, or form. And dare I say, one year, two year, three year, and so on and so forth. Um, whereas some things obviously might yield some sort of um, reward now and some things might, again, obviously in five, ten years' time. And it's funny because obviously I know we're talking about the... Um, sorry, it's just, I'm lost. Okay, I'm currently doing a degree in psychology. Yeah. Um, whereas that's probably not going to give me anything at this moment in time, but in three, four years' time, or maybe even longer, um, that'll be your benefit to me. Mm-hmm. But in meeting a therapist very, very recently the conversations I had with her, she made me sit and think as to, you know, actually becoming a psychotherapist might be something that interests me. And I gave her the reasons why it would interest me. And then I told her what my experiences were. And then she kind of like raised an eyebrow as to, actually, I think you've got a lot of the skill sets already and certainly the experience. You just need to um, just kind of like make sure you get that qualification. And she tried to give me um, howls as to how I can get that qualification. And then she told me what she did. Um, I don't want to go too far off, well, too far to the left as to what the um, question was. But yeah, I do have strategies as to the now, um, you know, a little bit further ahead and obviously five, ten years down the line or even longer. Sweet, sweet. Cool. Um, I'll answer the question seeing as no one's going to ask me. Fucking hell, mate. And French, what are your strategies? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I... I consider myself an investor again I guess not similar to yourself mate in terms of I'm not like a full time investor but I do have in some investments in in different places and yeah some of them range from from stocks and shares some of them range from yeah I guess 
most of my stocks and shares. Similar to yourself, I invest in myself, mm. obviously, um, my own business and things like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, currently looking at investment for properties. So that's that's currently on on my uh, things to do. But also, what else have I do? I do like pair to pair lending. That's that's another investment I've got that I do. Um, stock shares, yeah, that's it in re- in regards to what I actually invest in at the moment. Why? Oh no no no! Sorry no, I lowered my microphone. Okay, cool cool. <coughs> um, what was the second part? What type of investor? I would say low to medium risk. I in some investments, I'm just like, alright, cool. So the other day, I think uh, a company was doing the crowdfunding. And it popped up and it was a company that I'm aware of. So I think it was Moneybox. Yeah, Moneybox was doing the crowdfunding. So I just put some change down to put, do you know what I mean? Whatever I put down. And those kind of investments are, there's there's almost like a, it's a very long-term strategy because I've, I've bought a certain amount of shares in this company. For me to get any kind of money back, it's going to have to IPO. And once that does, then I'm sure they'll talk to the original investors and however that goes but I'm not I'm not banking on that money it's more just like a a long term bet see what happens and I've got a couple of those kind of investments but that's uh, that's kind of um, because the input I would say it's like a low low risk it's not a high risk I'm not really into high risk investments not at this time anyway but yeah that's the yeah that's the kind of investor I am low to medium Sorry, just just even adding on to that, obviously in reference to all three of us, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> what what I guess what I have done, and I guess maybe all three of us have continued doing is, I was gonna say keep our ear to the street, but I mean um, by meeting monthly, mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna say ear to the street, but anyway, um, by meeting monthly, I try to keep my ear open as to what's taking place, why it's taking place, try to understand it. Um, so when there is an opening for yourself personally, mm-hmm. then you can then you have enough knowledge. Um, to then put together a strategy as to what's best for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to get on to do I have any strategies in place? And again, similar to yourself, P, not, I can't say it's X, Y, Z and explain it in detail, but I've got long-term investments and I've got short-term investments and I guess how they play out is how they're going to play out in the long-term or the short-term, whatever it is that I've got invest investments in. But... I think you're yeah, gone. No, um, sorry, no. I think um, I forget what the question was. Um, but Mason went into um, properties, and no, he didn't say properties. I forget what he said anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with investments, I think I've now tried to look at it as to um, try to invest in things that you you're gen- genuinely kind of like interested in. So yeah, um, it's not it's not too difficult to keep an eye on it and want to research or see into. <laughs> what said thing is mm-hmm. so that's something that's I've tried point. to yeah. um, take on maybe a little bit more like out of nowhere I've become a bit of an eco warrior so um, <laughs> electric car um, vegetarian straight vegan all that type of stuff um, so somewhere along the line I've started looking at um, I don't know things along that along those lines as to okay where where are opportunities to invest in um, that type of sector I don't see and that's actually just <coughs> randomly I know I've just I've done that mm-hmm. Um, football yeah, no, sport. it makes sense. It makes sense, as you said. It's easier to follow. Yeah, yeah. 
if you're already yeah. it's a passion anyway yeah that's how I got one of my first kind of investments in terms of shares it was um Festa Ticket or something like that it's basically a company that, that hosts festivals and they've got different festivals on but at the time they was um, doing crowdfunding so I was already on their emailing list it was something I was interested in so that's why I was like oh let me just put some money towards it and do you know what I mean not really think about it see what happens mm. in, the, in the long run but yeah even with I guess you was making alluding to the point about being on the stocks app a lot of yeah. the, a lot of the um, my original investments were in companies that I use or something. Whether or it's buy from or stuff. buy from, yeah. whether it's my mobile phone or mm. iPad that I use or whatever, um, food that I may eat, certain clothes that I may wear. I was like, oh, I might as well invest money and get dividends back and things like that. So mm. yeah, yeah, no, definitely makes great sense, P. So moving on for to yeah it's something that we were talking about the other day in that meeting actually day trading so day trading and picking individual stocks is not rational for most investors odds are heavily against your success but they're both respo- reasonable in small amounts if they scratch a niche and hard enough to leave the rest of you rest of your more divi- diversified investments alone and that's on page one nineteen if you weren't investing into stocks and shares where would you utilize that money. That's the either. Actually, don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, a, as you know, anyway, I've, I'm quite interested in the whole stocks and shares thing, and I think I've been, like, generally interested in that um, that market or field for a very, very long time. Actually, I want to say for borderline fifteen, borderline fifteen years. Whether I've been like actively involved in it is obviously another matter. Um, but I think I've already kind of answered it. I don't know. I just I believe like heavily in investing in myself. Hence the reason why I've decided is obviously, obviously to do another degree. And even when in my conversation with the therapist the other day, um, I don't know where or how we came about it, but I told her, like, I don't even know or believe that there's much money to be made in me actually doing a psychology degree. I just believe with ultimately what I want to do, I think it's going to make me a better person or better, better equipped to to do the job or to do what ultimately what I want to do. And then it was only through maybe through one or two things she said, she made me sit and think as to actually know, like, there is, like, good money in it. I think she, in fact, what she said was, I'll be a bit more specific. She said that in, come on, Andrew. I, want, say she, I think she was from Portsmouth. She said, in Portsmouth, I make £60 an hour in my office. Yeah. Um, or even on the screen, I forget, Zoom or what have you. But when I come to London, I'm, I can easily charge 150 So she said she, like, rents an office. I think we're kind of, like, near Harley Street. Something that sort of area, um, hundred and fifty an hour. She's here for the weekend, makes some money, and she goes. Um, yeah. So, and even like continue the conversation. I told her, like, if I'm honest, I wouldn't even necessarily do it for the money, although that is really, really important because I think by chasing the money, I think you can, I can get distracted quite easily. So I told her that's not what I'd want to do. But I do believe in becoming a psychotherapist or a therapist would aid me in some way, shape, or form. Hence, the conversations that expanded about becoming a therapist in some way, shape or form and how easy or hard is it to do with the pathway I'm currently on in, in obviously doing a degree. Um, so yeah, I'd say like if I wasn't like invested heavily or interested in shares and stuff like that, I think I'd continually just like invest in myself really or even sports, which I'm currently like doing anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great answer. Mm. I think for me, if I wasn't, as I said, I've only got um, 
shares, right? I on a month on month I buy a certain amount of shares in the company I work for. And the way I saw it was if I didn't use that money to do that, it would just it would be extra money in the bank that I could potentially I could potentially spend when I'm feeling a bit two or three ish. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd rather it just come out and it comes out of my pays check. I've just come out and then I know what I've got left to spend in the month rather than it being there and then having to take it out because the fact I don't see it, it doesn't yeah, really yeah, make no difference. Yeah, yeah, I don't see it anyway. And hopefully long term it will pay off. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the way I, that's the <clears throat> that's the way I see it. It will just be either sitting there or just be spent on not anything to do with investment, if that makes sense. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, any questions or notes before we move on to Is this reasonable? chapter 12? Is that reasonable or rational? Yeah. I had nothing on that. Not for myself. Surprise. <laughs> oh, so I thought that was a comment. Um, <laughs> it half was. It was, okay. <laughs> no, but the chapter's actually called Yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm very aware. <laughs> I got the pun. <laughs> History is mostly the study of surprising events, but is often used by investors and econ- econ- economists as unassailable guide and as an unassailable guide to the future. And that's on page one, two, three. Do you ever look back at how you used to spend money then versus now, and what's the differences you have noticed, and can you predict how that would be that would be in the future? What, uh, what I tend to look back on, I don't look back on. Actually, I do. So I've looked. I have looked back previously and looked at money I've wasted. But at the time, you don't think you're wasting the money. So it's just part of life. What I have looked back on, looked back on is where we are now. And say, 15 years ago, what I could have done with some of the money, or even some of life decisions, and the position I could be in now. Mm. That's the kind of thing I look back on. Not necessarily. I don't look back and think. Um, money I've spent and wasted as such because it's all part of life experience essentially um, but definitely man foresight having foresight or if you could just ha- if you had the ability to go ahead in 15 years see what's going on whether it's social media and the boom and the platforms whether it's how housing's re- just anything just to look at it bro there's a million ways to flip and make it <laughs> do you know what I'm saying like and having and just being able to have that ability or even the foresight, which people have because people have really boomed out here having foresight. So it's just that really. It's not really, I don't look back and think, right, money spent there could have, that's life experience. And then you can look back and say, well, I would have invested my, but you, you weren't to know, innit? You weren't to know. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't regret, but definitely I. But in terms of yeah. like how you spending, was it more, would you say it was more, Privilege. Slightly yeah, more, slightly yeah. more. But I've always been a decent, um, a decent saver. I've never like really gone crazy. I've never spent beyond my means. Mm-hmm. That's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. I've never, so I've never had to like ask people for this or take out loans. If I can't afford to do it, I'm not doing it or I'm not going. I've never been one to like have to take out loans or beg for this or that. It's just if if I can, I can. If I can't, I can't. Mm-hmm. And if I can't do I need to save and if I need to save then I save that's exactly how it's always been for me so yeah and myself no oh, so, so what about you French um, uh, um, no um, 
No, I think Mason was right. I was thinking the whole long up. Well, obviously, not, not that he says anything incorrect. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't. There's a there's a reason those things happen at the time. Obviously, he wasn't mature enough, or that's where you were at that given time as to being a bit not flashy, but just kind of like throwing money around, not understanding the importance of the importance of it at the time. Um, I guess, yeah. I mean, you've had to learn lessons, all that type of stuff. Um, is there anything I would have done different? Um, it talks about the later one you'll see in the book actually I'm not too sure what chapter um, but I made a note of it and I guess my biggest regret would be not having maybe a I was going to say a mind of my own actually um, and maybe being influenced maybe a little bit too uh, yeah a little bit or a bit too much by, by others which influenced my decisions to do certain things really that's what I can really think about at this moment in time um, did I spend a bit too much on clothes? I think I did. And, you know, more mm. often than not, I think there's clothes you buy and think like, I don't even know why I bought that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know why I bought that. What was yeah. it? Probito, Madhouse, <laughs> all these, yeah. uh, like weekly buying food. Sometimes you buy it and on the same day, you're just like, why did I buy it? Like, you even on the same day, you got home like, yeah. exchange, and was it exchange or gift not only, but Probito, the one on near Bond Street. <laughs> Bruv. What about um, how you would, can you predict how you'd spend in the future? It's a good question. Um, yes. Can I predict? Well, okay, let me let me fast forward 10, 15 years. Well, let me fast forward about five months. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely predict how I'm going to spend. No, I, definitely it'll be, I, yes, kind of, I think. Kind of, I think. Definitely, I can, I can account for, I think I'll be able to account for where my spending's going to go. Definitely. But I think that's how life's changed direction. When I'm like 20, I'm still at my at my mum's. <clears throat> you know, I'm paying very, very, very minimal rent. I've got more frivolous money, more money to frivolously splash around if I want to mm. go madhouse and buy a Levi's or whatever. Yeah. I don't buy, I don't buy clothes like that anymore. Like I'll get, I'll do a, a couple bulk purchases a year. That's it. Do you know what I'm saying? So... I know it's more, um, it's more grown up things now, bills and all these kind. Of, that's <laughs> that's where my money goes. You know what I'm saying and all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can account more than then, more now, more now and in the future than back in the past. Makes sense. What about you, P? Um, I can see it. I can like I see it now. I think like it's funny because I scored myself, let's say, less. Than Lee um, and yourself um, on the frugality thing, mm-hmm. um, but I think I'm a proper jippo. Like, pro- no, honestly, like, I'm gr- like, so that's not even trying to be like offensive. Anyway, you know what I mean. Um, like, I really believe, like, that's the way I see myself, like, going forward. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm always looking at, like, not price tags. Yeah, I'm always looking at like the cost of things. Like, why would I spend that money on that? I'd, where is the value in in spending X, Y, Z on that? And if I don't see the value, then I will question it. Mm. Yeah, I will question it. Do, do you know what's crazy? So, because of man done the, the supermarket thing for many years and that, yeah, man moved like even when I'm abroad, going I love going to the supermarket. <laughs> why are you man laughing at me? That's very funny. But <laughs> no, no. You, every, anyway, it's my thing because Ooh. I like. Oh, do you know they do that? Yeah. Sound like a damn horse boy. <laughs> 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 nah, because um, I like going in there and seeing products that we don't have in the UK. Mm. So even these things. 
Yeah. We don't sell those in the UK. Those cluster bike dime things. Are you sure? Because I thought I saw them the other day. Like Honestly, when I got to when I saw you drop them on the table, I thought I saw them the other day. Yeah, I thought that still. Where did you see them? I saw. I forget where I was, but I've seen them. You man are lying, bro. I swear to God, I'm not lying. I swear, bro. Dime is like anything. Like no one cares no, about no, that. These are the cluster dimes. Look. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what they are. All right. Yeah. Anyway, I like going supermarket because <laughs> I like I find stuff that like you know that I don't maybe I haven't seen before in the UK. I don't know. Um. So it's little things like that basically, but. What's happened now is when, say like me and my other half go supermarket shopping, it's almost like she's become a version of me in the supermarket now. Mm. Whereas before, if she wanted, she still does it to a certain extent. She'll pick up something. She'll just pick up something and like and buy it. Me, I'm looking at prices. I'm comparing to what they've got in Tesco's and these other places. How do you take an um, inventory of that? Do you do that on your phone? Or it's just, just in my head. Deal? Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll be on my phone. Say for so I find a product, I'll just quickly type it in on, um, like go onto the Tesco website or their other website and see what they've got it for. Mm. But it's just, it's more for not, because I'll go to, I'll go supermarket once a week minimum. Yeah. Mm. And that'll be like, the, that'll be my one. That'll be Tesco's. That'll be maybe two or three. Mm -hmm. So I kind of know what the prices are and stuff. And then like, but what's happened now is she'll now see something and she'll be like, and she'll like not put it in the basket or the trolley, but she'll be like, oh, it's it's not on, um, it's not on offer. (laughs) 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 Because that's how I think. Like I'll see something and I'll be like, all right, it'll be on offer at some point. I'll just grab it then. Yeah, that's how my mind works. And I'm not desperate to try it. No, no, I get it. That that's just, that's how my mind works. Yeah. So d- depending on what month we're in, will depend whether we're getting Walker Sensation crisps or we're getting McCoys. No, that makes or, sense. Though. Or we're getting Terrells. Yeah. That just it, it literally rotates with what's on offer. Mm. That's just how my mind works. So there's there's obviously there's things that I'll, I always have lemons and that because I make lemon tea or the, yeah. uh, lemon and gin. So I'll pick lemons up. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm not looking and be like, right, not enough. All right, cool. This month is I'm putting oranges in there. Like, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but there's other things where like they're not really something I use every day, and it's just like, oh, I'd like to try that, but I'm not trying it for that price. Or so go on offer soon. I'll wait. Mm. That's a good strategy. Yeah, thank you, man. <laughs> no, I do some of the same things. Like to be fair. Uh, What's the question again? Did you ask for P? I'm not too sure. <laughs> I don't know what the question was. Yeah, I said, how would you yeah. spend in the future? Oh, I did. Yeah, I think I said that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, how do you foresee yourself spending in the future, or is it up in the air? Um, no, I think I think quite controlled, really. Like how how I spend now, like a bit more. <laughs> definitely more controlled and calculated but at the same time I like to have a flutter here and there mm. so I don't think it will change dramatically or drastically um, in regards to how I used to spend yeah totally it's different it's, it's, you both raise good points in terms of when you're at your parents and whatever or not you've got more surplus cash to spend so you're gonna treat it differently I wasn't as you said as well, rightly, that some people had the foresight to do certain things, mm. whereas I may not have had the foresight to do certain things. So, yeah, no, it's definitely a, a... I could look back and be like, okay, I spent it. I used to spend... Spending habits were different back then how to how it is now. Mm-hmm. But it just comes with, I guess, experience and maturity. So, no, you both covered both points, to be fair. Tell me where to go.